Well, here we go again with another show. Um, you think it's a good idea having her here? I think uh, it's a brilliant idea. I don't oh. think so. She's been moaning and complaining. The entire time. The, uh, I know. We've only just started. I know, but before we came on air, it was all, I want to sit in the comfy seat. Can I sit in the comfy seat? Though? No, you can't sit no. in the comfy seat. Why? This is my comfy seat. But I want to sit in the posh seat. No, 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 no. This is my seat. But I want to sit in it. No, you can't. I think you're you need to step down. You're the, no, I don't think you need to step down. Listen, you're, uh, you're the first. It's the first time you've been here. Yeah, you're a new. So. And I want to sit there. No. No. That's my spot. No. no you have no, no demands. No, if anyone sits in the comfy chair, it's me. Oh. Hang on. <laughs> Neither one of you gets to sit in the comfy chair until I'm dead. And that's not going to happen. I call dibs. Oh. That's not going to happen for a I very long time. No. I am just staying I alive out of spite. I already called dibs. I already called it. Oh, okay. Shotgun. Let's... Who, who asked you? <laughs> All right, bro. Right. Can we start the show? Because these people have been listening to this dribble for over a minute now. So, the way we start, right, yeah. is like this. Hey, kids! Welcome to another episode of Piercing the Veil. This is episode 17. Yep, that's 17 hours you wasted listening to this dribble that you will never get back. And here comes another one with me, Robin Pierce. And me, Stephen Pierce. And this week, we have a very special yes, guest star. Yes, we do. Go for it. And it's me, Tiffany Pierce, but it's only now it's getting interesting. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> what, the whole podcast thing? Really? It's only now it's starting to get interesting. Um, for those of you who don't know, um, Tiff is my, my daughter. She was the last one to be born for a reason. Yeah. Because um, I was all you ever needed. All you ever needed, <laughs> Tiff. All you need is Tiff. Tiff. Oh, we should have got rid of you then, Steve. But so easy. You're a So easy. You're a So easy. Oh my goodness. Um. Right. So, dear listener, you will be used to to me and firstborn Julia. Well, now there's another one, the little one, the menace one. The daughter of Satan himself. So it came from you. Well, yeah, yeah. You're calling yourself Satan there, aren't you? Look, I'm the guy that when I wake up in the morning, <laughs> my feet hit the floor, the devil looks up and thinks, he's up. Dwayne Johnson. You always say that. I don't know how many times I've heard that. Because you read off Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> Yeah, it's still cool, though. And if it's cool enough for The Rock, it's cool enough for me. The boulder. The okay? boulder? Well, I can't take The Rock. You took that. I will call myself the Ayatollah of a rock and a roller. And how many times have we heard that, Steve? I've lost count. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Dad. I, I fully understand now why, why some parents you know, really their children. Tiff, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. Um, so, I've done a BA Fine Art Honours degree. And she reckons that because she's got a BA Fine Art <laughs> yeah. Honours degree, she is, according to her, the smartest one in the room on paper. It is on paper. It's on paper on only, paper. though. It's on paper only. Yeah, yeah but I st- I'm the one with the highest degree. Paper can be burned, but you know. class. You have the common sense of an amoeba. Paper can yeah. be burned. No, it can. Well, yeah, it can, but mine can. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I think you'll find it can be burned. <laughs> yeah, but you will. Actually, I don't know where I've put my degree certificate. Okay. It's somewhere. Is it folded up in your pocket? No. So it's touching the pocket. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. All right. Okay. Um, somewhere. Right. Your film interests. I'm a Tim Burton lover. A Tim Burton lover. I love him. Do you? Yes. Deeply. 
baby. Oh, oh that's him or his work? Well, his artwork, of course. His artwork, not his films. Well, I like his films, but it all stems from the artwork, doesn't it? Well, I don't know. Um, yeah, but the way... Basically, Steven Spielberg can manage very little other than stick figures, but I still love his films. Well, no, because with Tim Burton, he draws out his concept ideas of what he wants to re- like people to reenact. Because he used to be a Disney animator. Yeah, but it all comes from the artwork then, doesn't it? Well, He's his got case, his yes. vision in his head, and then he draws it, and then he goes, Oi, you, that's what you're supposed to be doing, do it. Oi, you? Yeah. I, I don't think he would say, Oi, you. Well, he might say it a bit nicer, maybe a bit posher, yeah. but yeah. yeah. A bit posher. A posher, okay. <laughs> right, okay. Um, <clears throat> what drew you to Tim Burton and his films? Because mm. I remember showing you a few of them when you were growing up, and... He seemed to resonate with you even before you decided that you were going to be an artist. Yeah, I think I think it's because of his stop motion. Uh, I think Nightmare for Christmas, the first film I saw. Then I watched Corpse Bride. It's not the first film you ever saw. Well, wow. The first Tim Burton one I saw. You'd seen Friday the 13th Part 3 when you were about three. Before oh, me. Because you wandered down here one evening when I was watching it and it was a really good part and I didn't want to miss it. And you watched it? Wow. Yeah. You sat with me on the couch and watched it. Yeah, but it was the first Tim Burton Have you any movie. idea how much grief I caught from your mother for that? I wish I would. <laughs> well, obviously, Anyhow. you didn't think how. I was tired. Your, your <laughs> sad feeling is that you are nowhere near as manipulative as your big sister. Right then. Please proceed. I've lost where I was now. You were telling me uh, you were going on about um, stop motion. Oh, yeah, stop motion. When I was in level two art college. So I, I liked well, you were that. into Tim Burton way before yeah. that. Yeah. Tim Burton stuff for Christmas. Yeah, but then I was like, I've decided that I want to make stop motion. So is that, okay. so that why you're going to art? Yeah. Yeah, but I'm making stop motion. All right. Movies. I'm going to ask you a question. And it's one of those hotshot questions that I love to ask. You so, can't ask me what my favourite is. I can. No, you yeah. can. Top three Tim Burton films right now. Go. Uh, oh no, I feel under pressure. Um, under um, pressure. No, 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 no. Right, Corpse Bride has to be one. Okay, Techni- lean into the mic a little bit. Okay, technically, Corpse Bride has to be one, but technically, Nightmare for Christmas he didn't actually direct. direct no, so, no. can you actually class that as one of his? It's not me. I don't it's know. I, the whole thing subject. reeks of Tim Burton. He did his style. He did the story. Yeah, but if you've ever seen Tim Burton drawings, the, those models are his drawing style, are they not? Well, yeah, it is yeah, considered his greatest. Oh, I do like Frankenweenie. Uh huh. All right. Oh, so you can't Nightmare. Oh, I don't know. Because now I'm trying to think of all the movies that he's done. Scissorhands, Beetlejuice. Ah, Scissorhands, Beetlejuice. Oh, no, 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 no. I'll probably think now. See, um, I'd go Beetlejuice. This was supposed to be a hotshot question. Well, I need time to think. He's made plenty of movies. We know this. It's like okay. Oh no, you've already you've already answered this one. Which one? Favorite Star Wars movie. Go. That was. You know, I, I always call A New Hope Star Wars because that's what it used to be called before they gave it a chance. There's no point arguing that I've tried. Okay. But, uh, you've also been proved completely wrong, sir, whilst I have been proved completely right. Maybe you were. Maybe you weren't. This is the level of sass I have to put up with. You put a microphone in front of him and he becomes of all film knowledge <laughs> you could say we go to the most that was a Tim Burton reference oh Beetlejuice wow. yeah oh. oh dear so which one would be your favourite Tim Burton film <laughs> yeah I don't okay. like sassy Stephen I think we should cut him <laughs> no I can't no okay. uh, one on, listener so we've Corpse Bride is one. Okay, yeah. Right. Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Did you have to say it like that then? <laughs> well, you did. <laughs> I thought you wanted to. <laughs> oh, wow. I think we're going to cut Robin too. <laughs> it's going to be a one-person show now. Maybe Bill. Maybe Bill can join me. 
Yeah, so oh, we've got Nightmare two. Before Christmas, then. Oh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Okay. Now then, out of all his films, yeah. what are the three you like the least? And oh, why? Okay, I didn't think much of Big Eyes. Still haven't seen that one now. Oh, it's about someone nicking artwork from a gallery, and I don't know, it was... For our American listeners, nicking British for stealing. <laughs> and it's also, it's also the first time she's ever said nicking. Yeah, well, because, that's because she's cool now. No, yeah. I'm trying to... Just because make... you're at the table here with a mic and the no, cool no, 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 no. I'm trying to remember not to swear. Yeah, well, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> you lean a little bit into the I'm mic? I'm leaning. Okay, leaning. Um, yeah, big eyes, didn't think much of that. Uh, okay. Big fish. I haven't no, seen that one either. I found that quite hard to get into. And I'm trying to think of another. What do you think about Alice in Wonderland? I'm oh, I love Alice in Wonderland. I'm sensing a theme here. What is this? That was big. No. What? His more recent work is yeah. what you tend to like the least. Yeah. What about Mrs. Peregrine's House oh, no, of Peculiar I, Children? I like that. that. I thought was like. Uh, more like. Alternative X Men. Yeah. Yeah. No, I did In like that. In the 1940s. That. Yeah. No, I like that one. And I like Alice in Wonderland, but. Oh, I like Dumbo. I love Dumbo. Oh, right, okay. All right. Fine. The new live action Dumbo. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The only live action remake of anything from Disney that uh, has proved to be any good. And I'm not counting Christopher Robin. That doesn't count. Because that doesn't count. That's completely original. Okay. How's it going for you so far? Eh. This. Oh. This podcast. podcast. No, 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 no. Because <clears throat> usually you go, yeah. how's it going for you, Chief? Because you always like to take the Mickey that I'm not. Oh, oh the Mickey. Mickey. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. I was about to drop the P word, but I was like, no, I won't. Um, Just so that you can catch up with this. <laughs> When I was in hospital, Tiff started reading It. That was January 2018. Where are you on it right now, Chief? Um, I don't know, like 400 pages? To go or in? In. <laughs> I did better than Stephen. You're reading less than a page a day. It's got over a thousand pages in it. I know it does. I finished chapter one. Oh my god, you're both. I got tired. Of what? Holding the big book? <laughs> I got tired. Really? You, you got tired? Uh... <laughs> oh, this book's exhausting me. So heavy. I meant to go back to it, but I just didn't. Just didn't. Okay, now moving on. Tiff has introduced herself. Um, we went experimental this week, and we put a call out on Facebook for suggested topics that we can talk about. Mainly because we couldn't be bothered to do it ourselves. Yeah, yeah. But it's also a nice piece of audience engagement. Yeah. So, here we go. We've had three suggested topics, and we will take on all three of them. Um, the first one is from my good buddy Claire Ashton, who's asking, Why is Antichrist the only movie I've ever watched from behind a cushion? Really? Um, I can't comment because I've never seen the movie. I've never seen it either. Have you seen I've, Antichrist? No, I've not. No. I kind of thought she was talking about, was it Passion of the Christ? That one? There is a Passion of the yeah. Christ. Yeah. yeah, I thought she was talking about No, Passion, no, it's, then... it's, quite, it's quite, quite clear there on my screen. Well, I knew it was Why Antichrist, Antichrist, but I thought she was talking about that, and I thought, oh no, that's called Passion that of the Christ. Passion of the Christ was one that I found hard to watch. That was brutal. And it's nothing to do with with religion or lack thereof. It's the brutality of yeah. the torture. Yeah. The scourging and the the beating with um, you know, these the, the, the tails that 
designed to gouge out huge great big blobs of flesh and mm. and things like that. I mean, wow! I I just found it really hard to watch from just a you know physical point yeah. of view and the fact that like that did used to be used. Did you know there was actually talk of a sequel to that movie? Oh no! I'm not even seeing the first one, so yes, you have. Uh, yes, you have. Your mother showed it to you when you were small. Oh, yeah. Um, apparently, that you, has... you had gone to your grand, your grand, no, your great grandmother's. Yeah. And it was Easter, and that came on sale uh, on DVD, and I bought it, and I thought I'll watch it here. Then I felt a bit guilty because I'd watched it here with Steve, and I decided to confess to your mother. Oh, we watched, you know, Passion of the Christ, and it wasn't really suitable for Steve. But uh, and she said, oh, that's all right. I watched it with Tiff. <laughs> but there was actually talk at one point of a sequel, and that isn't a joke. Okay. I don't know where it's going, but there was just talk at one point of a sequel that's supposed to be bigger than the last the first one. That's going back a while, though. Okay. But I don't think I'm thinking of it. All right. Back to the question. Why is Antichrist <laughs> the only movie that Claire Ashton has ever watched from behind a cushion. I don't know. Well, was it scary? It must have been scary. I I don't know because it didn't get a cinema release. It's possibly a direct to DVD yeah. one. Um, I are you are you a delicate, fragile little flower, Claire? This is what I'm thinking here. That it was all too much. Possibly. If you don't like horrors, then that's what you're going to use, isn't it? Well, if you don't like horrors, you're not going to watch a film called The Antichrist, are you? I mean, that's what you're going to use. You well, have you, a remote. No, you hide behind the pillow because you want to know what happens next. I've never watched anything from behind no. the pillow. No. you watched something from behind the pillow. Yeah. Um, and why? Yeah. Was it Leatherface? How old were you? I don't remember. I was quite young. Yeah. Yeah, I had to walk out of the first time. Yeah. It was just too much. It was all too much for you. All too much. I, I reckon, Claire, it's because you are a delicate individual and probably shouldn't subject your nerves to stepping on thought. That's what I reckon. Going on to Karen Lee Turner, who has asked two questions, Okay. Uh, the first one um, here is is a little bit involved, and it's the Deadpool effect has made a lot of big films run for the comedy scriptwriters, such as Thor Ragnarok. But with the release of Joker being described as gritty character study of Arthur Fleck, do you think that gritty realism is set to make a return to big films? Oh, I like that question. I yeah. like that one. That's actually. a good one. Yeah. yeah. Um, I hope that gritty realism doesn't make too much of a return. Um, of the Thor movies, I've always thought that the two previous Thor movies, Thor and Thor the Dark World, Dark World especially, were the weakest of the Marvel movies. Yeah, I thought yeah. Ragnarok was the... Ragnarok, having a lighter tone, yeah. was, in my mind, the best of them. Mm. Um, with the question of, is gritty realism going to make a return? I'd say it depends on the character, because Deadpool, for example, is mm. known for wisecracking yeah. and inappropriate humour and gritty realism really wouldn't fit that character. Yeah, it wouldn't fit Deadpool, would see, it? But it fits Joker to, like, perfect T because he's see, a little psychopath. The problem with, I have with the Joker movie and the talking about gritty realism. Yeah. Looking into that movie, my main concern isn't so much the gritty realism aspect of it, it's if this doesn't follow any other comic book continuity, yeah. does that mean and it's successful? Is that what Hollywood's going to start doing in taking beloved superhero and supervillain characters 
and completely changing up cinema? Um, <clears throat> for years, and, well, decades, really, the fallout from the success of Batman in the 60s was that films just didn't take those characters seriously. Um, Batman himself, just to start off as an example, is one that he is a dark character. He's a dark and gritty character, not known for, you know, comedy. He doesn't make a smart aleck quip when he beats somebody up. Um, and perhaps the tone of a Batman film should be darker and grittier. Yeah. Not always tragic and basically just this side of Wagnerian operatics. Yeah. Um, but he... Batman does not belong in the daylight. On the flip side of that, I felt that Superman, uh, the Man of Steel movie, was a little bit too dark yeah. for Superman. Because the two characters represent dark and light. Going on to other characters, um, Daredevil, again, you're not going to have a laugh a minute with Daredevil, are you? The guy's no. blind for one thing. Mm. And, you know, he, he has a tragic past, of course. Um, I would hope, Aaron, that gritty realism is used when it's necessary or when it would benefit the character and the story being told and that a lighter tone certainly be used um, when, when again, it's necessary, when it's appropriate and there's nothing wrong with, you know, a joke or two in a Batman yeah. film um, just to lighten things up a little bit. What do you guys think? One of the things that I noticed is one thing I want to say about the upcoming Joker movie. And mentioning the um, oh, character study. Yeah. I don't know if either of you two have read it, but there was a graphic novel out, must be about six or seven years ago, called Joker. It didn't feature Batman in it pretty much at all. Yeah. And that, I've read it. That pretty much was a character study of the Joker. They did one with Lex Luthor as well. Yeah, but the film probably isn't going to be based on that. Yeah. And this, you know, mainstream audiences go to movies. Yeah. They, if they were only dependent on the comic book audience, yeah. the readers, then every film would probably fail because you're not going to make the several billion dollars return that they're looking for. But we're going back to the question with gritty realism. Did it ever really go away? Because quite a lot of movies still come out that have the gritty realism in them, but there's still enough room for the comedy which they're still doing. Absolutely. You you need to show that what these characters do has consequences. Um, but you don't need to be grim-faced all the time. Um, we, we've watched superhero series where, you know, the, the superpowered individuals are just having like the worst time. Yeah. If I had superpowers, I would be having the time of my life. Yeah. <laughs> I would be flying everywhere. I would probably be a colossal ass yeah. just in doing what I can do. You know, super strength. Right. You know, let's balance Donald Trump's limo on the radio mast of the Empire State Building with him in it. You know. Yeah, but then you'll be on, like, the most wanted list. You're talking bright there now. Yeah. <laughs> that's coming out on DVD soon. Yeah. You need to see oh, that. Oh, you need to see that. You're invited over for a screening. Yeah. Ooh, why is it? It's a superhero. Imagine Superman. Yeah. If he landed in his, as Super Baby in his, uh, you know, the Kansas cornfield, like he did. Yeah. And basically, he was a juvenile delinquent. He, there was something wrong with him. He was bad. 
He didn't turn out to be the nice guy. He turned out to be somebody that you'd really rather avoid. <laughs> and it's actually some of the scenes that are really nasty. They are very nasty. Um, it, it, it's, it's one of the few horror movies that have come out recently that's actually making. Yeah. Oh, wow. That does actually say something. So, gritty realism, where do we stand? I stand on... It never really went away, but... If it's appropriate, fine, but please temper it with humour, because life isn't all bleak. It's okay in kind of intermittent bursts, but I prefer... If it's needed, it's needed. If it isn't needed, then I'm happy with it as we have now. I always find that DC are more gritty than Marvel, but Marvel always has more of a like light and bright kind of yeah. theme to it. So I always find that DC always have a tend of a gritty side more. And you know, the Joker, yes, he's gritty, but he there do actually tend to be quite a few jokes in Joker stories. They're just that they're twisted. They are quite twisted. I quite yeah. like Dark Knight Rises. Was that one was it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, there's so many like quotes from him. Yeah. Oh, now you're waiting for a quote. Yeah. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Joker um, quote from Death from Dark Knight Rises. Really? What? Really. Dark Knight Rises was the third of them. So it's the Dark Knight. It's Batman oh, Begins, yeah. Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises. Yes. Oh. There we go. I was going to say, you know, okay, oh. quote Bane then. <laughs> I'm going to quote oh, Bane. Catwoman. <laughs> okay. I, I think the only, yeah. the only Bane quote we can say, I kill you, I break your back. <laughs> I see a test Joker quote. Oh. I can think of one right now. Yeah. It's very easy. Yeah. He says it. I feel like I'm under pressure now. He says it all the question. <laughs> he says it. Okay, if I say this one, you've got to say another one, and you've got to say another oh, one. Oh, no, 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 because that's not fair, I've not got one. <laughs> I'm buying you time here. Okay, I'll go as one. No. Who wants to see a magic trick? Oh, really? Oh, that's yours. Yeah. Oh, Mine's what? Mine is, why so serious? Oh, of course, of course. I was thinking about the one where they're on top of the building, and then he goes, um, oh, something like... I can't remember what it's called, but it's like on the top of my tongue. You know, Give me the tip of your tongue. Yes, that even. Okay. But you know when he like jumps off and he's like, and here we go. Or something. Oh that's yeah, 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 yeah that's, that's it. That's it. Yeah, but, that's the line. No, no, this, he like says like a story. It's like when he says the. Hold on a second. I'm gonna go on. Keep on talking while I go on to the I IMDb. One. Right. No, there's another one where he go, goes on here when there's all those gangsters in the room and he's got that pencil. That's the magic trick. Yeah. yeah, but he also goes on about how his dad, the drunken dad, like, beat, beat it up his mum and him, and he's like, let's put a smile on that face, and then cuts him. Yeah, that's the other line. Chelsea flat smile. That's not a that. Chelsea smile. No. Well, because, well, obviously, could, well. The other, the one of the scenes I really like with him, though, is the very first scene. Here's a good one. If you're good at something, never do it for free. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy, there goes my writing yeah. career. <laughs> um, One of the best lines in that movie for me came from Two-Face. They're in the, he's going to the car with a gangster. Yeah. And he, it's the first time you actually see him as Two-Face. And he flips the coin because everything Two Face decides is on the coin flip. Okay, here and we go. And he flips the coin and says, You say, flips the coin again, shame about your driver. <laughs> Here's the quote I think you were you were going to say, Tiff. Okay. You want to know how I got these scars? Ah, uh, yeah. My father was a drinker and a fiend. And one night he goes off crazier than usual. Mommy gets a kitchen knife to defend herself. He doesn't like that. Not one bit. So, me watching, he takes the knife to her, laughing while he does it. He turns to me and says, Why so serious? Comes at me with a knife. Why so serious? He sticks the blade in my mouth. 
Let's put a smile on that face. And why so serious? There we go. So that was your quote. Good, well, yeah, yeah. Good quote. Yeah. Good quote. I did. Yeah, it was a big quote, so I couldn't remember it all. Now then. So we're agreed. Depends if it's appropriate. Yeah. All yeah. right then. Okay. Now then, hold on. We've got another question from Karen. And it is not on that screen. Why did I? Oh, favourite Kurt Russell. Russell yeah. Right. What is Kurt Russell's best film, and why? I am going to let you two duke this out first, and then I shall weigh in with the correct answer. Uh, I, I don't. I. Who's Kurt Russell? No, 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 no. I just need to have a quick look and then. Okay, once again, here we go on the IMDb. I can't do this all off the top of my head. This is the last minute for me to come here. I didn't let. I couldn't do my homework. There was homework? Well, I just need to, like. There was homework? Yeah, yeah. like, just educate myself a bit more. Oh, right. Him. Right. Those are a few of his movies. Oh, actually, I'm going to go with mine first. What's yours then? Tango and Cash. The Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. Sylvester I... Stallone and Kurt Russell basically do Lethal Weapon. What am I doing? I want the mouse. It. Give me the mouse. It's pretty much like a buddy cop movie. It is a buddy cop movie. And. I love those kind of movies. I think that's why I also love the Hobson's Jaw movie. Okay. Because it's very similar to Tango and Cash, which you also haven't seen. Do you remember Mr. Nobody in Fast and Furious? The last couple of them. He's wearing a black suit and he's got sunglasses. He seems to work for a, a government agency. Do you remember the driver? He's the one who's going to help Dwayne Johnson out of jail, but Oh, yeah. Him. He was the driver in Death Proof. Yeah. Oh, Death Proof. That doesn't count. Hold on. Hold on. Hold hold on a moment. Before you go much further. But that's the favourite movie. Cut. Oh, wow. You see, when I do this motion across my neck, it's stop talking. Well, I'm going to cut you now. You are cut. No talking. Cut. Right then. Stephen. Yes, please. Please tell us why Tango and Cash is your favourite movie. That's a buddy cop movie. Yes. It's got some great um, back and forth humour between Stallone and Kurt Russell. Yeah. I also found that I quite like the whole buddy cop aspect of it. Okay. Oh, is that it? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> right. I'm going to hand the talking stick now to Tiffany. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I quite like Sky High. Why? Well, well, it was a school. Whoa, so whoa, 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 whoa. You, you need to tell our listener yeah. Yeah. what it's all about. They school. may not have seen Sky well, High. Sky High. <laughs> well, it's kind of in the title, isn't it? No, a school, it's a, like a high no, it's school really not. in the sky. Have well, you seen uh, Sky High? I have seen Sky High, but it's been a very right. long time. Sky High is a film about a school for superheroes. So it's kind of like X Men. Kurt Russell plays the commander. It's like a normal high school. Yeah. And you have Linda Carter, TV's Wonder Woman, as his wife, I think. I think so. Yeah. It's been a while since we've yeah. done that one. Yeah. Um, other films that you, you two could have chosen are Escape from New York. Not seen it. 
Fox and the Hound, where he oh. did the voice of oh. Copper, the fox. No, okay. The Thing. I want to pick that one, not The Thing. thing. Big tell. Trouble in Little China. Um, Backdraft, of course. Um, Forrest Gump. Well, he did Elvis Presley's voice, oh. and he was uncredited. Last oh, night, that, that wouldn't really count. Last night, a box of chocolate. Breakdown, which I loved. Uh, Sky High, of course. Grindhouse, Death Proof. I chose Death Proof, to be fair. No, you chose. Fast and Furious 8. Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 2, where he was Ego. I like that one, too. Um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I've not seen that one yet. Right then. So, with his filmography in front of you now. Well, now it's easy to choose, isn't it? Okay, so choose. Death Proof. Death Proof. Oh, there's Fox and Hound being a very close second. Uh, It's got a hard one. Well, I can have more than one. Okay. See? Um, I will agree with you on, um, Death Proof, but my favourite of his may well be The Thing, McCready, The Shape-Changing Monster. You bought me The Thing and its prequel. Or Christmas last year on Blu-ray. Oh, of course In I Chester. did. Yes, yes, yes. Remember, I did. Uh, yeah, yeah. And that, you know, is it, just a fantastic film. I also like it. Breakdown, where he, where his wife gets kidnapped uh, in rural America, and she might be being sold for white slavery or something. We don't know. And he's after this trucker. That's that's pretty good. But I will go with the thing. Yeah. Uh, Tiff, you're going with Death Proof. Death Proof. And Steve? Tango and Cash. Tango and Cash. So there you go, Karen. I hope that answers that question for you. Um, do we have any more? No, we've just had people liking the post but not actually asking a question. question. Okay. Now then. Um, it appears to me that it could well be this very day that is a very important anniversary in the life of Stephen Pierce, as we observe the 50th anniversary of something very close to your heart. Take it away. Scooby-Doo's 50. Aww. Scooby-Doo, where are you? 50 years ago. You should have really sung the intro. No, yes. sing it then. All right then. No, let's no. let's kick this off by having you. <laughs> sing then the you, intro. Then you. No, I'm not in this. Then me. Do your best Scooby Doo impersonation. All right then. Or would you prefer to do Shaggy? No, I can do Scooby Doo. Okay. Well. I, I know I can do Scooby Doo quite well. Okay, go on then. Ruh row Raggy. <laughs> I can't do that. I've got too of a high pitched voice. No, can't do I, it. I no, I, I'd like to I hear you. I can't do it. No, go on. You've got to do a Scooby Doo impersonation for Shaggy. I can't do it. Because Shaggy's got a high pitched voice anyway. Yeah, I can't. I don't, I don't know what Shaggy says. I... Yes, you do. No, I don't. It's usually something like Zoinks? <laughs> yeah. Zoinks? Ropey, ropey, ropey. That's mine. <laughs> oh dear. Perhaps I would dear listener if he hasn't switched off and microwaved his device <laughs> of choice will let us know who was the best on that one. So Scooby Doo see. What resonated with you? You've been a Scooby Doo fan since you've seen this on the Cartoon Network, since you were knee high to a grasshopper, you are now twenty eight years yeah. old. <laughs> and <laughs> you still watch Scooby Doo, you collect the DVDs, yeah. you've got the special edition, limited edition DVD set, 
in a replica mystery machine. Oh, so, I remember that. Yeah, it's awesome coming on Blu-ray. I remember that. He's now going to rebuy it on Blu-ray, I think, considering. Did we not have a um, mystery machine toy? No. No? No. I've got the mystery machine, a plastic case with the DVDs in. Oh, okay. But do you remember we could get Scooby Snacks and Tesco's? Yes. Do you remember yeah, them? Because we'd argue over who got the Scooby Snacks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Because they were too big a fan. I think I, um, ended up buying two bags yeah. just to shut us up. Oh, boy. But I think the thing that... That's where the housekeeping went. I think, Scooby Snacks. Yeah. <laughs> what um, resonated was... That was one of my first major, like, introductions into kind of, like, horror at a young age. Horror? Horror. What? Ruby Rapt. What? Horror. Rush. <laughs> Steven's cut. <laughs> We've cut the weakest link. I think he's going to do the rest of the show in Scooby Boys. <laughs> Oh my dear sweet lord. Even Bo's looking at you like what are you doing? Oh, oh Bo joins in. Yeah, good girl. Um, okay, this was hang on. I remember you your first ever cinema trip, Steve. Yeah. We went to see Casper. The friendly ghost. The friendly ghost. Was that horror? He told me it was like a snuff movie for kids. Yeah. Okay. What? <laughs> she can see it too. <laughs> I'm, a follower. I'm not a follower. I'm a leader. <laughs> what about the other one? Kanga and Roo. Uh-huh. This Kanga was a big Roo. revelation. They say kangaroo. The, the, That's funny. Yeah. They didn't realise oh. um, that Kanga and little baby Roo from the Winnie the Pooh stories made up kangaroo. You didn't either. I did. No, no, you didn't. I did. You just played along like yeah. you did, and you're like, yeah, I so knew that. And you're like, yeah. oh, my God. Of course God. I did. Most people with an IQ know it. Yeah. Wow. He finally came into... Dare I say... You are not the smartest person in the room, kid. No, 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 no. I'm smarter than you on paper, mister. Yeah, only on paper. Still what about paper. in real life? He probably came into the study afterwards and was thinking... He was probably like, right. mind blown. Yeah. I remember what you said, Stephen. Whoa, plot twist. Yeah, this changes everything. What's real? What's not? Who cares? <laughs> yeah, but have you all noticed that in Winnie the Pooh, they all have mental um, disorders? In them? Yeah, because I sent you that Facebook meme. Yeah, but still, it's quite interesting. <laughs> Who's obese? Yes, he's got an eating disorder. Yeah. He's got honey. He has an it's still an eating disorder. disorder. Oh, yeah. Eos are manic depressive. Everyone knows that. Tigger's uh, on ADHD. Has ADHD. Um, Rabbit has got OCD. OCD. Kanga and Rue. I think they were okay. Yeah. Yeah. They were normal. What about Piglet? Ah, uh, um, he was. He was inferiority complex. Well, yeah, he's um anxiety. Anxiety, Yeah, right. it must be anxiety. Okay. I think that was it. Because he was a worrier, wasn't he? Like a stress yeah. head. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um... <laughs> this is going to be Two things that I, I, I have an issue with you about. Okay? Me? With yeah. who? Oh, what? we're talking at Steven. Steve. You go into the corner. <clears throat> You made me watch yes. Kiss meet Scooby Doo. Oh, I remember that episode. No, it was a, 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 a movie. Yeah, but oh. a movie. And it was it was awful. Oh. You know, Kiss did their own voices, and I thought, oh no, guys, really give it up. <laughs> what? So yeah, and and that awful song, yeah. "Don't Mess with My Ascot." Yeah, yeah. Sung by Paul Stanley. Yeah. Well, what about that time you made me watch the Kiss movie? Kiss Me the Phantom. Yeah. Oh, that's a cult classic. I thought I'd done something wrong. Yeah. Oh, you loved it. I'll show you the extended cut. No, Literally worse than being grounded. Yeah. <laughs> Sit there and watch that about <laughs> well, what okay, you've done. Okay, <laughs> then. Okay, then. How about if 
Steve makes you sit down on the couch study one Sunday afternoon and makes you watch Scooby-Doo at WrestleMania. I'd love to, but I'm busy then. Yeah, I'm busy every Sunday from now on. I'm busy I'll then. I'll come to your house. I'm busy there I'll too. I'll come and see you. I might not be there. Yeah. Well, what's the other thing? Those two films. Oh. I'm, I'm not even bringing Detective Pikachu into this. Oh, you loved it. He did. I hated it. You loved it. He did. He'll, he'll bite. I didn't like it. He'll bite. Oh, he, yeah, won't. he will. He will. There is nothing of Pokemon in this room. Stocking filler. <laughs> in a present. Why do you hate me? And you have to watch it, otherwise it's ungrateful. Yeah. I'm going to be you deeply ungrateful. You can't be ungrateful. No. No, no, no. Watch, no. Me. watch me. You can't be screwed at Christmas. I can't. No. Nope. I can't. Nope. I can't. Wow. Right, do we have anything else to bother our listener with? I thought we were going to talk about it. Yeah, to Oh, start yes, it. 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 What, we did a Stephen King special last week. Okay. I don't, do you actually listen to our podcasts? I do. I didn't last week, though. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. Oh, no, the shame. And what did you think of It Chapter 2? So what was your guys' favourite one? The first or second? Well, it's one movie, isn't it? Yeah, but did you prefer chapter one or did you prefer chapter two? I actually preferred chapter two. I preferred yeah. chapter one. I, I loved parts in part one, but there was there were some scenes in part two in particular that I found way more disturbing. See, I preferred it on the more basis of that there was a serial killer clown. Yeah. And then... I don't know if the mic picked that up, but Tiffany's stomach and digestive system are making strange noises after she packed her own body weight of Chinese takeout in there. Well, it's a Saturday and you get to treat yourself on Saturday. I treated you, bruh. Well, yeah. It's a treat for me, though, isn't it? In it. In it. Uh, for our American listeners, that's um, British chavy slang it's for not. is it not? Yes. Quite, child, quite. University I degree, think, my yeah. ass. <laughs> <laughs> and after this, we're going to drink tea with our pinkies in the air. You you criticise me for having my pinky in the air when I when I drink. No, it's I criticise you. You <laughs> have your pinkies out and you're driving, holding the steering wheel. <laughs> what are you trying to get? At? Talk, you, you drive with your. I don't think. Watch, watch. Okay, he's got his hand out like that, and look, we're all doing the movements now, and he's got his pinkies out. Yeah, you there are watch. three invisible steering wheels around this table at the moment. I don't think so. You do. Not consciously. Oh well, maybe not consciously, but when I'm watching you, I'm like, oh. Pinky's out again. And then I'm watching you, I'm like, is this guy, is is he going to touch the brakes or are we just going to pull it right in the back of this person? Oh, no, we're going to use our brakes today. I like to glide gracefully. <laughs> like an eagle. In the blue thunder. And then drop an F-bomb here now and there. It depends on the other driver. <laughs> and excuse me, you can't criticise anybody for road rage. To be fair, oh, did, here comes the non-driver. Yeah, <laughs> you did tell Ted <clears throat> to stop staring other drivers out while driving. Uh, no, I told her to stop staring other drivers out while she was overtaking them. Yes. I like to see who but, I'm overtaking. To be fair, she did listen to that one. Yeah. Because she got me to do this. Why? Stop blinking. <laughs> Old penance stare. I am a terrible driver. Anybody want to argue that one? No, I'm moving right along. Right. um, We've had a question from the legend that is Brian Eugene Smith. And his suggested topics are Michael Keaton, 76 King Kong, collectible figures and soundtracks. Now, I would like to make a suggestion. Yeah. There are 
four incredibly good topics. And I would say that next week's episode has already been written for us right yeah. here. Oh, well done, Brian. Yeah, thanks, Brian. Well done. Um, so we'll wind it up there tonight. Yeah. And thank you all for listening. So it's so long from me, Robin Pierce. And so long from me. We were weird. Oh my god. That's Stephen Pierce and Scooby Toy. Wow. Sorry. I'm very sorry. I'm judging Stephen right now, but so long from me, Tiffany Pierce, judging you. Now then, I have a question. Okay. And it's kinda like what Alex Lecter asks me at the end of every appearance on the midweek drive, even though I've done about eight months straight of them now, okay? Yeah. Have you enjoyed your time on the air with us? No, I actually have. I've enjoyed speaking about different subjects, but I've also enjoyed taking the mickey out of Stephen. Okay, fair enough. And would you be open to joining us again? Yeah, why not? Okay, would you like to come on next week? Okay then. Oh, wait. Michael I'll Keaton, 76 King Kong, collectible figures, soundtracks, and a little bit of Tiffy Mania, maybe. Yeah. Mm. So if you can, you will. Yeah? Okay, yeah. Okay. So until next week, this is all three of us wishing you a safe week and reminding you to stay low, stay sharp, and indeed, stay safe. <laughs>